0: Hello everyone and welcome to Overexposed, a BWRM podcast where we delve into the ins and outs of running a real estate photography and videography business. My name is Dave Temple.
1: And my name is Jackie Kirk. Hello everyone. Dave and I are back for our first episode of 2024. Um, We had a little bit of a hiatus, which was very nice. Did you have a good break, Dave?
0: I did, thank you. Did you get up to anything over Christmas?
1: I actually went to New Zealand, which funnily enough is where today's guest is from. So that's a nice segue and not too much chit chat for you, Dave. So (laughs) um, yes, it is really good to be back. Um, And as I mentioned, really excited about today's guest, who is our first internationally based photographer coming to us from across the pond in New Zealand. Welcome, Paige. It's really lovely to have you here. Thank you. So Paige, where in New Zealand are you based? Can you tell us a little bit about the area?
2: Yeah, so I'm based in Nelson, Tasman region. So that's kind of the top of the South Island. Um, I cover between Nelson and Golden Bay and that's where I grew up in Golden Bay. So I spent a lot of time over there. Very country, rural girl at heart, I guess. Um, then, yeah, moved to the big city and just trying to find my way, really.
0: Can you give us a sort of... The description of the area page is it? I've never been to New Zealand at all, so I just imagine you know small towns, rolling hills, that kind of thing. Is that pretty much how it is where you are? Or?
2: Yeah, pretty much. We're quite coastal here, so there's lots of beaches, rivers, but also a good mix of the countryside as well. You don't have to drive too far to be out with the sheep, which is great. Um <laughs> but, but yeah, lots of city things too. It's a good mix, I think. It's a nice small town that got kind of everything you
1: need. Yeah. I just remember it being stunningly beautiful. We did the um the Abel Tasman walk. We did some rock climbing out there and it was just spectacular. I had a really good time. Um Yeah. Many many years ago. Um so how long then have you been a real estate photographer Paige?
2: Um all up I would say about 3 years. So I first started I first got into real estate In Golden Bay, I was approached by a local agent there, who saw my skills as a photographer and marketer and all that kind of good stuff, and they wanted to bring me on board as their in-house photographer. Um, so got into that, started doing my real estate license, so I had that as well, and then decided to move over to Nelson. Got in with another company here and was their in-house for a year. So I think I did about two years. In house for for other agencies, and then decided that didn't want to continue real estate as a career, and I really wanted to kind of focus on the creative side of it, just having a lot of fun doing it. So, yeah, decided to jump out on my own.
0: And what were you doing when they picked you up? Um, what, what were you doing when they picked you up? That you said someone saw what saw your work. What were you doing at the time?
2: So I was still working for the second agency, and I was just very active on social media. So I was sharing a lot of the reels and videos and cool photos that we'd been taking and they just loved that. So they reached out to see if I was um, a contractor and unfortunately at the time I wasn't, but that was a good kind of push in the right direction because from then I had quite a few other agents message me
1: and then yeah, just had to make the decision. You were doing photography, but you also had your real estate selling license. Were you doing much in the sales side at the same time?
2: Not really. I I think I sold two properties all up, so it wasn't really much, but I was um able to tag along with a lot of the agents doing appraisals and listings and all that kind of stuff. And just the process of it wasn't really kind of giving me any big like sparks of joy. Whereas like photography does and I always have had that like I've been doing photography for about 10 years and it's always kind of been like the solid thing in my life I guess it's
1: the photography. So Paige you've had experience obviously as a selling agent you've sold two more properties than the majority of our members Um, how has that influenced how you work as a creative on site and as a photographer?
2: I guess working so closely alongside the agents you kind of get to know how they think before they head to the properties with the photographer as well so you know what they're looking for what they want shot and how you how you kind of bring their personality into the shots as well so something that I've really been trying to push with the agents is bringing them more into it so it's more personal branding and showing the like lifestyle and more I guess character of the property.
1: So what sort of thing are you doing are you taking behind the scenes photos of them or what do you mean when you say you're kind of bringing in their personality into the house?
2: So especially with the videos it works quite well so bringing them into the shots um so if it's like a lifestyle home that is Oh, sorry. If it's a family home that you re- that you know that a family is going to buy, it. obviously having a couple kids running through the shots, making some platters, that kind of stuff. But the, I guess the way that I see it is, agents can use that as like a digital handshake, so people get to know you
1: before they actually meet you. That's that's really interesting. I've actually never heard it called a digital handshake, and that might be my just um, naivety, but. It's something my clients speak often of, of why they do, I've got some agents that do video on every property and they say that it just means, and I think Joel said this too, Dave, in his podcast, it means when they get to their opens, the customers already, the the potential buyers already know them and there's no intimidation. There's a level of trust that's already established Um, and you understanding that level, I think, goes to what we talk to people about A lot where it's like yes a huge part of the job is making the house look beautiful making it look its absolute best but the other part is helping the agents win that next listing and and thinking about the big picture for them and what they need to get out of it um and it sounds like you've got a really good understanding of that so there's the element of of selling the agent and trying to create your content in a way that's promoting them and the property but i think also an element of understanding what the selling points are of a property, knowing what the agents are trying to emphasise and what's going to matter to them and what's probably something to be emphasised less. I would imagine you'd have a much better understanding of that too. Do you find that that's the case?
2: Yeah, generally as well, I'll just double check with the agent to see if there's anything particular that they or the vendors would want photographed or if they don't want it. Um, but yeah, it is good to kind of have that insight of what's the actual selling point of the property and then really focusing on that you know if someone books a shoot that's only 10 10 photos but it needed a bit more maybe cutting out a bedroom that's just full of clutter or something you know you don't always need everything and it's more about showing the property in its best light than just having the whole thing and the agents know that as well so they're very kind of they trust us a lot and just making those critical decisions and the marketing so it's quite yeah
0: it's good and so what does a day look like for you Paige
2: it depends um <laughs> sometimes I'm up at five off to the gym and then swinging into it from about 7 30 or if I'm not at the gym that day have a little bit of a sleep in and then start work at nine ish that's my kind of crazy day um But generally, I'll check my emails, still the admin stuff first before I head out. So I'm always, every morning, going on social media and liking all the posts from the agents just to keep me at the top of their mind as well, commenting on those, interacting with their stories. So then that's building our relationship online. And then by the time that I am ready to contact them, they already know who I am. They've been looking at my stuff as well. So that's another thing that I do most days. And then, just depending on the day, I might have one to four shoots, a couple of meetings with new agents, a bit of downtime, and then just uploading and then dinner.
0: And what, um, just to get a, a sort of further idea of your area um, and, and the type of house, is it sort of 50% um, urban and, and 50% rural, or what's the sort of mix in terms of houses?
2: It really depends. So when you're looking in the Nelson region, it's very built up, um, lots of resident standard residential three bedroom homes, um, small smaller sections. When you come out to the Tasman area a bit more, you get more of a range. So there's more farms, lifestyle properties, um, but still with a good mix of those residential properties as well. If you head over to Golden Bay, that's more farm and lifestyle, um, a lot older houses rather than your new build so I get a good range which is quite cool there's always something new to kind of explore with property and I think that's probably my favorite part is that no one property is the same like they're all so different so yeah just finding those unique parts about them and really showing that
1: yeah Um, I want to go back a little bit, Paige. You were talking about your strength on social media and it's definitely something that's stood out to me. Um, Do you want to talk a little bit about your social media strategy because you've you've put a lot of effort into it Um, and, yeah, I think it's definitely something that a lot of people could learn from in terms of how you're turning passive social media into active social media marketing and that sort of thing?
2: I guess when I first realised that that was going to be a really strong um, platform for me was back when I was still working in-house, and I was having those agents approach me. So I was like, actually, this is where they're finding me. So I really honed in on that. Um, I knew that there was a few things that I needed to be posting um, for them to kind of recognize what I do and who I am. But I guess the main thing for me is humanizing the brand. If I'm just posting property photos all the time, they're just seeing those and they don't know who I am, they can't connect with me. They don't know my personality. They don't like it's that digital handshake thing again. So they're starting to get to know me before they meet me. And then by the time that I contact them, they go, oh, I've seen three of your posts on social media. We've actually been meaning to get in touch with you, which is awesome. And that's exactly the result that we've been looking for. So I guess it's a mix of professional
1: photos and then personality as well. And it goes hand in hand. I think that's really important that you're not just doing posts, you're interacting with agents, you're liking, you're commenting, you're really putting yourself front of mind, as you said. Um, You're making it really personal, um, and lots of instructions to you, lots of pictures of you. But then you're not just leaving it at social media, you're contacting them directly. So it's this all kind of it's not one thing or the other. I think a lot of people think, "Well, oh, if I just do my social media really well, I'll get clients. Or if I just drop into agencies, I'll get clients. All of these things work together really well.
0: It comes back to that thing of um, people buying people, really. You can post really nice photos of houses all day long, but you know there are, there are a million um, accounts on Instagram and things like that where people just post houses that they've never been to because they found them on the internet. But if you're showing what you're doing, showing how you work with people, You know they feel like they know you before they've met you and so um, yeah it makes a big difference
2: i think the thing with social media is that you've got to remember that it is a social platform so people go to your website for specific things people go to instagram for specific things and it's all about kind of knowing who your audience is on each platform like i wouldn't use a platform like tiktok to market my business because that's more of a worldwide um platform whereas instagram i know that I can follow specific businesses in the Nelson area that can link, you know, I might share that I'm having a coffee one day doing some work and it might have the logo on it. So then they'll repost it and then I'm reaching all their followers as well. So then I can Mm -hmm. kind of piggyback off other businesses, other agents and just, I think social media just has a massive opportunity for people Mm -hmm. to grow their businesses.
1: Yeah, and I think the the difference though is that you're thinking about it and it's very targeted, it's very engaging, um, yeah, very strategic. Um, But the thing that I've noticed the most, and I actually keep sending new members, I say go and check out Paige's page. Um, And it's for anyone listening, it's at bwm.nelson, I think. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, it's at bwm.nelson. But the main thing that she's doing so well is pictures of herself and insight into what sets her apart well you're doing pictures of yourself you're doing an insight into what sets you apart you're really connecting with people and yeah I certainly feel like I know you better looking at your page and it's it's really inspiring and I think you're doing a great job so well done thank you now you've told us Paige that you much prefer being behind the camera um How did you? How do you go psyching yourself up to doing all these photos of yourself and talking about yourself? Is it? Do you find it difficult, or does it come naturally? Or how do you get yourself to do it?
2: I definitely find it difficult. The so the first time I was properly in front of a camera was it might have been the week after I started with BWRM, so three months ago, and that was for an engagement shoot. And then the week after that, I'd had my headshots booked for the business. I knew that I needed some new ones but I knew that I needed to do it to market the business like it was just a no-brainer like it had to be done um and it's worked really well um I mean we're only three months old we've got 400 followers on Instagram 400 plus followers and then I think almost 200 on Facebook and Facebook's a really hard one to grow um So it kind of started with that and then I saw that it was working. So I was like, actually, it needs to be something that's built into my strategy that I continue to do these um, posts about myself and about my business and how I work. So from there, I knew that videos were getting more traction on Instagram as well. So it kind of developed into me talking to the camera and trialing out um, Facebook ads. Um, as kind of a fast track way to reach my audience um, because you can be very specific with the targeting on there as well so just just did it I guess I knew I had to so I just did it and it's hard it's hard every time you do it but it works and that's I guess what it comes down to
0: what I like about it is it it proves the concept to your clients as well you're telling your clients that they need to be in their videos because that improves their brand and you can show them that you've been in your videos as much as you don't like it and that has improved your brand so um, you put your money where your mouth is so that's great
2: I mean I was at a meeting this morning with two new potential clients and I did exactly that I pulled up my page and I pulled up the stats that I was getting from the engagement and new followers and they were like wow that actually works so hopefully we've converted them but <laughs> we'll see
0: So just going back a step, Paige, you said you were were working as an in-house photographer for an agency. What was that like?
2: It was good. It was so much fun getting to know the agents. Um, I worked with some really awesome people and they were super creative as well, but because they had so much to think about with the um, selling side of it, they didn't quite know how to execute the creative stuff that they wanted to do with the marketing. So it was great to have someone in-house to kind of build those ideas out for them. So I was able to work closely with the agents and then use my kind of creative flair to bring their ideas together. So it taught me a lot in the time that I was there. I was able to explore a lot of things that I wouldn't have been able to do otherwise. Um, But also for them having someone in-house, it means that they were able to explore that as well. Because when you hire a photographer other photographers not us um they typically go there do the photos and then they're off there's no kind of extra effort that's put into it but that's something that I'm really focusing on is putting that extra effort into my clients um and they're loving it like they love trying to explore their personality and bring that out for their vendors and the marketing and all that kind of stuff so it was a great opportunity working in-house to kind of build that idea within myself and then be able to share that on further with others.
0: And I guess with that background, you also um, realised how important each listing is for the agency as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And also you have this experience of the culture of you as the photographer being part of their team and an extension of them, and it seems like that's what you're taking into your your new clients, even as your your own business owner and they your your client's you're still focused on what's the best for them and, and yeah, helping them as a team member. If
2: I do that and if I service them really well, they're going to be clients for life. And that's, you know, yeah. listening to the podcast that you did, Dave, with one of the agents that you worked for, it's like just that relationship is what I want with all of my clients. Mm. And I have amazing agents now, like the best ones. So it's it's been really fun. <laughs> so good.
1: Yeah. That's really good. And were you doing all your own editing in that in that job? Was what was the role? You would go out shoot and then and then what?
2: Yeah, so I'd go shoot the property, edit all the photos and videos. But for me, that was the hardest point was sitting behind a, a computer all day editing. Yeah. So when I came across BWRM, I was like, "This is fantastic! I can <laughs> just be out on the job doing what I love." And then, you know, the quality of. Um, the products that BWRM produces is just outstanding so it was just win-win-win all around.
1: But you still had to make this big jump though from being an in-house employee where you've got this secure salary you know what work you're going to have the next day and you've got all the security to going it on your own as a business owner. What prompted you to make that leap?
2: Um, I guess going back to those other agents reaching out on social media that was kind of like, oh, maybe I can do this. And it was a very scary time. Like me and my partner had gone over this back and forth and back and forth for months um, because we were also trying to buy a house at the time. So it was either we start a business or we buy a house. We couldn't have both. Um, And in the lot we thought about it for ages, in the long run, we were better off to do the business. And it was making it was my happiness as well at the end of the day I needed yeah. that like um the work-life balance and I wasn't getting that at a nine-to-five and I've never really been a nine-to-five person um I've always, I think it's kind of a creative thing a creative person's thing they just don't work well sitting in an office all day but yeah that was scary but definitely worth it
0: so is that the main attraction getting away from editing and the the sort of the, the bit that you didn't enjoy and doing more of the creative side or was it also that you really wanted to run a business?
2: Definitely the business side. I've always loved business. Um a few years ago I had done a small business course and that really sparked my interest. Um, I did have a small photography business at that point a couple of years ago and I loved it but then it was that was when the agent had come to me and said do you want to try real estate and I was like oh okay I'll give it a shot and I'm glad I did because otherwise I wouldn't be here I'd still be doing family portraits and that was something that I also didn't love um houses are easy to shoot um compared to people so you can probably
1: cut that out. That was probably not a great thing to say. But I think that's a good I think that's a great thing to say. <laughs> I'd much rather shoot a house than a person. Yeah. Um yeah. So then now that you're kind of going well as a business owner, looking back, um, how does running your own thing differ to being in-house? What are the kind of pros and cons if you're going to talk to someone who's on the fence and and describe the two scenarios? The thing
2: that I'm loving about um, having my own business is the freedom to do what I need to do during the days. Um, like it is super busy, don't get me wrong. But if my family needs me, I can shoot off and help them. Or if I need to pick something up, like there's no problems with doing any of that stuff. Not that there are problems when you're work when you're employed, but it is a little
1: bit harder, and you don't want to let someone down. Well, your time is your own, isn't it? You own your yeah. time. You don't need to ask. You don't need to put your hand up to go to the toilet. Yeah, pretty much.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So that's probably my biggest thing.
1: Okay. So you enjoy flexibility and and the control. We could talk a little bit about, you know, now you have to go and find the work. And that's probably more challenging. The work just comes to you as your own business. But then how much you earn isn't restricted.
2: That was one of the reasons that I did decide to go out on my own. I was only able to earn up to a certain amount being an in-house photographer, whereas having the experience of running a business before, I knew that I could be making it a lot more. Um, and with the goals that me and my partner have long term, it just wasn't cutting the mustard. So yeah, the transitions, it was really hard at the start going from a secure income to not knowing if you're gonna be paid next week.
1: Well, did you have to have much of a mental shift? Like, did you have to, um, I'm just thinking if it were me, at the end of the day working as an in-house photographer, you come home, you go to bed, you don't have to give it another thought. But I know speaking to you, your brain doesn't switch off. You are thinking about ways to grow your business, new things to offer your clients constantly. Was Did you have to be quite deliberate about that with the mental shift or was it sort of just a natural, this is what it is now?
2: I've always been like that. So even when I was working in-house, I was always thinking of how can I continue to grow something. I've always wanted something to grow. I don't know what or why, but I was looking at side hustles. What could I do? How could I increase my income? All that kind of stuff. So it's always been ticking away in my head. Um, so it wasn't too much of a change.
0: But I guess the change was that suddenly you were able to do something about it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I've got the time and the freedom and the flexibility to do all of those things that I want to do.
1: And then I suppose what was the attraction then of BWRM, having known how to edit your own photos, knowing how to do all of the stuff? Um, You could have just gone out and done it by yourself. What, What drew you to BWRM? Being able to grow again
2: so I could have done my own editing even though I don't like it but that means I'm sitting in front of a computer for four hours where I could be out there meeting new clients making more money like as you guys talk about a lot it's a low payoff activity Um, and after I'd been talking uh, having the conversations with Guy about what's a high payoff activity and what's a low payoff activity that really just clicked in my head and I was like, yep, this is exactly what I want to be doing because I have the time now to keep growing, I guess. And it's not just growing the business, it's growing my education and uh, relationships with my family and all that kind of stuff as well. So
1: it's just the time. So, Paige, you've had a very accelerated route to 350 and for those of you listening, um, have a listen to The Pathway podcast if you want to learn more about what the route to 350 is that we have. Um but in essence it's it's a target that we set for people that we aim for everyone to meet within their first 12 months. And when you get to that target, at that point you're running a sustainable business. Paige, you've reached that in three months, which is insanely quickly. What do you credit that to? Did you have a strategy? Like that's amazing. What if What would be the things that you tell someone starting up that they should do that you think has helped you get there so quickly?
2: Um, I think I was super lucky to be in the industry already. So the agents already knew who I was. So I kind of already had a foot up in that sense. I was also still shooting for the um, agency that I was working in-house for. So that was also another good kind of help to get there. So working with the weekly time picture and all of that stuff, just making sure you're consistent with your follow-ups as well. And that's something big in the real estate industry too. So they're all out there following up with their clients. So they kind of expect it as well. So you're not really being that annoying,
1: even though you feel like you are, but they expect it. So, Yeah, that's sort of something we say quite often is people are often worried about pestering agents and it's like, Their job is to go out and sell and pester people. They respect it. They respect someone who's driven and working hard at getting their business, I think, if you do it in a respectful way.
2: Yeah, I'm guilty of that as well. Like I think I was messaging last week in the chat saying, oh, I feel like I'm annoying them because there's three other photographers that I know that are doing the exact same thing as I am right now. But I guess for me to work around that is trying to find things that they're not doing and going to the agents with that. Mm. So, I'm kind of adding value to them rather than going, "I'm another photographer that takes great photos. Yeah, make it about them. yeah. And that's worked really well.
1: Yeah.
0: It sounds like a lot of uh, your success has been down to a good use of time though, to me. Mm. Um,
2: you, know,
0: you know what you want to do. You know that you came into this because you wanted to grow a business to to the you know to the size that you want. You enjoy the work, and so you're getting on with it. You know that you've got to build relationships you're doing social media every every day to you know put your name out there and and it's a great use of time so shows what you can do
2: yeah yeah i think definitely something that helped me when i first started was a business plan and then referring back to that every month to see if it had changed or if i need to move my goals or anything like that um i think i put a post up not too long ago like have you reviewed your yearly business goal uh business review oh, hang on business plan <laughs> there we go <laughs> um and a lot of people hadn't and a few of them had actually reached out to me and said oh can you send me a copy like a template of yours I'd love to do that and that was another in for agents as well so that kind of opened up that connection there
1: that's really interesting you are you're doing a lot of creative things that I haven't seen people do before and you're doing them really well, um, which, yeah, it's pretty awesome.
0: For me, this is why, sorry, just as a slight aside, this is one of the strengths of our um, network, the fact that people come from so many different backgrounds with so many different experiences. And so we can all learn from each other. You know, Your your background page is completely different to mine. Um, <laughs> right. And so you'll think of things that I wouldn't think of at all. Um, so that, that kind of... Uh, the fact that we can talk to each other, we're on the, on the same side, essentially, is makes us both better.
2: Yeah, that's amazing. The support that I've had since starting with BWRIM has been unreal. I never thought that it would be like this, and it's just been
1: amazing. No, That's good to hear. It goes both ways. I think you've been extremely engaged and proactive, and I think we say this all the time. like We know what the things are that you need to do, but you still need to do them. And that's what you do. You don't just sit around waiting for waiting to be lucky. You go out and you find it and you do it. And I think that's, yeah, a huge testament to you. Um, it's very, really, very inspiring. So Paige, you know you've had this long road getting here and obviously working very hard and being successful very quickly. It can be a bit of a roller coaster. Can you tell me about some of the highs and lows that you've experienced? I'm just trying to think of lows. There's no lows. <laughs> That's, well, there you go. Well, there you go. Yeah.
2: Some of the highs, I think the first week that I had started with BWIM and I was really into it, I made four brand in that first week and that was amazing. I never thought that that could be like a possibility and for it to come so early on was like sweet this is what we're starting with how can we grow from here like that was really cool um another high was getting our BWRM shirts that was so cool like just opening up the mail and being like yes we've finally made it <laughs> <laughs> finally like put them all straight on and we're like we need to take a photo for the gram and it got like 150 likes or something so it was cool
1: really yeah that's so cool I love it
0: so just as a um just as a final question I guess Paige what would your goals be for the next year
2: I will just bring it up on my little business plan
0: (laughs) I expected no less
1: I love it you know (laughs) it's just like for our listeners have we done the personality types as a podcast Dave
0: don't think we have yet
1: you know what we're gonna do it next because it's awesome. Um what to our listeners we we do a small personality assessment of everyone that joins us. Um and there's no obviously right or wrong personality unless you're Dave. But um, <laughs> um we find that you know you'll get some people that are better at relationships, some people better at organization. Um, and yeah, where Paige really kind of came out strong was just in this organization with a list for everything, a plan for everything and yeah, it's obviously working really well and it's nice to see it in action.
2: Yes. So I actually haven't written it out nicely like I had last year, but my 2024 goals was Aussie for the conference. I want to get an office space because currently I'm working in my tiny home, which is 18 square meters. And it's just, it's, it's a lot to deal with, like trying to live and then work and
1: then separate that. It's, it's quite hard. Um, i still love that you've got a tiny home though that is yeah that's really cool
2: it's pretty it's pretty good it's hot yeah it's actually pretty easy having two of us live in here everyone's like yeah
1: surely that wouldn't be hard but yeah um depends on your partner i couldn't do it but um well done to you for doing <laughs> <it>. <laughs> oh,
2: cool um another one was bring on a contractor because we kind of figured last year that it was growing a lot faster than we thought. Yeah. Um, so we're kind of in the process of that one now. My income goal was to make 200K. Not really sure how we're tracking with that one. Um, I wanted to get market share of the Nelson Tasman region for real estate photography. Um, don't really know how I can figure that one out, but
1: oh, I that's can, all right. Yeah. I'll, yeah. There's some ways we can chat about how to figure that out. It's a vague way to do it, but it's a way.
2: Um, I wanted to be consistent with social media, which is great. We're on track with that. For social media, my goals were to reach 400 Instagram followers, which we've already done, and it's only the start of February, which is awesome. Um, and this, uh, the same on Facebook as well. And book 15 properties a week. Awesome. They're good goals.
0: So it sounds like you've got a busy year ahead.
1: Yeah, yeah. My brain is just busy all the time. (laughs) Yeah,
0: good on you.
1: That's awesome. I'm so excited to see where it goes. I really hope you do the goal of coming to the conference because it would be awesome to sit down with you and, yeah, Yeah. have a good chat. Paige, it has been awesome chatting to you. Thank you for coming on today. Um, Yeah, it's just it's always so nice to see people do the things, do them better than like we could ever have imagined, and then have such great success so quickly. And yeah, I know that. I can't remember who spoke to you first. Who did the intake interview? Was it me or was it you, Dave? Or
0: I think it was. I think it was a guy. Yeah, I think it's guy. Yeah, guy.
1: Yeah, I just remember hearing about you, and I think we're all very excited because you can just kind of tell with some people that they're going to absolutely smash it, and you have. So yeah, can't wait to see how your year unfolds. And thank you for chatting to us. Thanks for having
2: me. Can't wait. It's going to be an exciting year.
1: Thanks for much. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Thanks, guys.